This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Oh, it's been so long. Like what? Like 24 hours or something? Welcome back to the Almost Famous Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 2, Episode 2, and we're talking Bachelor in Paradise. And this week's Bachelor in Paradise is a little bit different. Uh, Actually, a lot different than uh, any weeks we're used to. Uh, Not only do we have a wedding, but we also have a little uh, group think tank chat led by Chris Harrison where it feels very elementary school-ish. Um, but to start, I want to talk Bachelor in Paradise uh, wedding. Ashley, you were at this wedding. Uh, what a cool experience. It was my second Bachelor wedding and it was beautiful. Uh, these are the coolest weddings ever because you were with your friends when they met and fell in love and now you're watching them get married and well you're watching them have a kid too because Carly was pregnant at the time and we didn't know but it is the coolest thing and I think it was definitely the type of thing that this show needed in an episode like this one you know they're addressing this controversy that made the show look I don't know if sleazy is the right word, but I think it definitely could have because of all the allegations around Corinne and DeMario in their hookup. And this really proved like, hey, this show is classy and people find love this way. And and all of the marriages that have happened through The Bachelor, and there are quite a number, they've never led to divorce. How cool is that? I mean, I, th- I think that's awesome, and you, and you you said it right. Like, there did kind of feel, I guess in the first two episodes, I was a little on edge watching because there did kind of feel like there was a dark cloud around um, this season so far, right? Something, Bachelor in Paradise is usually this very happy, joyous, kind of bright show, but there was this dark cloud, uh, and, la- and, and, and being able to watch this wedding kind of lighten things up, I guess. Um, it was exciting for me. I, w- I was obviously not there. I've been to one bachelor wedding, Tanner and Jade's, and I, and I think you said it best. They're one of the most beautiful things I've ever been a part of. Why do you like them so much, Ashley? I think for me, like it's just so cool to be friends with both of them, to mm-hmm. watch their love story happen in real life, and then to see it end in the ultimate commitment to each other. The, I got to talk about some of my favorite parts of the wedding. One... Evan looking at Carly. Uh, I was at a wedding this weekend, and I tweeted out, um, 27 dresses, the chick flick, taught me to always look at the groom when the bride starts walking down the aisle and not turn around and look at the bride because you need to catch that glimpse of the guy's face when he first sees her. It is magical. It has. It's just love. It is love visually on somebody's face, and Evan really came through with that moment for me and obviously led to quite a many tears as you guys saw on TV last night. I uh do you actually you might know this and this is just kind of a side comment. Do you know if if them, you know, being pregnant kind of uh pushed the wedding forward or was the wedding already planned before they kind of uh found out that they were pregnant? I believe if my timeline is correct, she probably got pregnant a couple weeks after they called me to give the date. Yeah. Okay. They called me the first week of May. So well, I mean, and they're definitely planning on a paradise wedding. What a cool thing. I mean, this this show is is so ridiculous. It's so crazy. I think everybody could say it, right? I mean, from the bachelor to bachelorette to bachelor in paradise, there's so many aspects of this franchise that just make you like confused and uh feel sometimes very awkward, sometimes a little dirty. Um, <laughs> but these are the moments 
where everything kind of comes full circle and you say this is this is what it's all about right i mean we have we were kind of talking uh earlier you and i were about some of these reality television shows that then can work in real life i mean i'm thinking here married at first sight uh yeah. you know i've i've there's people that came off of that. I was just in Honduras um, with with two people that came from an MV, in MTV reality show and, and dating show, and they're very, very happily in love. So these shows can work, and when people ask me, hey, do you really believe that the bachelor, you could find love on The Bachelor? Um, I, I very confidently can say yes because we've seen it now. Yeah, you definitely just bond in a different way. Uh, I remember I was talking to Sammy Sweetheart from uh, Jersey Shore once, and people always ask her as if as they asked me and Jared, why are you guys so close, especially mm -hmm. since you've like broken up a zillion times on TV? And it's just like no one will understand what you're going through more than the person that you're with during those moments. And actually, this is a side comment, and we can get into this later, later, later on in a podcast because it's not we go on. You are unique in the fact that you can have a boyfriend break up with his boyfriend, or have this boyfriend break up with you, and you're still friends with him afterwards. And we're actually going to talk to one of your former flings later in this episode, which <laughs> I'm excited about. Um, but somebody that I know you love and that I love dearly looked real good last night. Uh, Chris Harrison in that suit. <laughs> I. Know. I are you kidding me? I mean, that dude, how long has he – I mean, he's been on this show since the very beginning, and he still ones up the, the guys every season. Chris Harrison is killing it. Like, he gets better and better. I don't know. He's just more and more lovable to me with each season that goes on because I feel like he's just so self-aware. He's like, here I am. I am just a man who gets to, like, marry people because I host a show. You know, it's just so funny. That's kind of Chris Harrison's life now. He has, a, I mean, I can't imagine what his closet looks like. He wears a different suit with a different pocket square and a different tie every time I see him. We're he, on the golf course and he's wearing a suit. He should probably have like a charity auction or yard sale, you know, where he <laughs> goes and he sells all of his suits. I Before we get off the topic of the wedding, I do have to talk about the evolution of Evan. And... Man, Evan is that guy that I watched during JoJo season, and I thought, this mofo is literally <laughs> the most awkward, gross-out guy I've ever watched, right? I just couldn't. And then I show up to Paradise, and I immediately liked him. Um, He's just the sweetest, like, warmest soul. He truly listens. He's like you, Ben, where he, like, really listens and cares about what people are saying. He, okay, okay, well, I can go on and on with more adjectives. He's very smart, very successful. Oh, my goodness gracious. That article that he wrote for The Hollywood Reporter following the controversy and before their wedding was one of the best pieces of, of journalism I've ever read. And oh people are going to say, wow, Ashley, you don't read very much. But the thing is, like, I felt it to my soul because I've experienced it. And it was all about just, like, the good stuff that The Bachelor does for people's lives. Um, but, yeah, so it was just cool to watch Evan go from, like, loser who couldn't get Carly to give him the time of day to mm -hmm. being his being her husband and yeah. having him her just so in awe of him. He is truly husband goals. He he really is. I mean, he. I, I got to sit down with Evan for only one time in my life, and it was at uh, a little Mexican restaurant in uh, Santa Monica. And him, he and I sat and talked about life uh, just on our first meeting in a way that you don't typically get with a lot of people from the franchise. He he is just a really great guy. He really cares about uh, his now wife. And um, 
it's great to see um and, and there's no offenses it's great to see the geek win because yeah. he is a complete nerd and he is now a, a nerd that is living just the absolute dream um I want to I want to flash back here to a second. We have to give a shout out. Uh, I have a note here that I, we had to do it right. So everybody's always asked me these questions: of How does you know who dresses Chris Harrison, or how, how does the Bachelor or Bachelorette um, always keep up to date with the clothes or whatever it is? We have to give a special shout out to the stylist on the Bachelor, Kerry Fetman. He is an amazing guy, uh, and we can just close it with that. He's one of my best friends. He is a huge support system. But that guy had everybody at that wedding looking great last night. So go, um, Kerry. Go, Carrie. Speaking of people looking really great last night, two of my favorite people um, and two of the most impact, uh, two of the people that have been a part of some of the most impactful moments of my life. at least uh, during a season, is Caitlin and Sean. Uh, we don't get to hear a lot from them. We don't get to see a lot from them. They are two just really funny, fun people to be around. Uh, Sean and I were uh, best friends during uh, The Bachelorette, and Caitlin obviously had a huge place in my heart. Um, they are at the wedding last night, and we have a, a question from Chelsea, an email that was sent in and asked uh, Ashley and I, but mostly myself, is who I voted for mm-hmm. on my season of The Bachelorette, Britt or Caitlin, and, uh, and I said Caitlin. I think they're both great. They're, they're probably both wonderful women. I, I only got to know Britt for five minutes, um, but I voted for Caitlin because she just, when you when you meet her, you just know there's something special about her. She's just an energetic, loving, fun-loving person, and that was very attractive to me. Caitlin's the greatest. She's yeah. honestly, like, the coolest girl I've ever met, and I've told her, you are one of the few people that I know that I would trade personalities with. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I mean, that's it. Is Caitlin has such a big personality. She was an amazing bachelorette because every moment, every date, it was exciting because she made it exciting. Uh, and so, I'm. I can't say I could go on and on, and I used to uh, after the bachelorette about Sean and Caitlin and about Sean and who he was to me during the show and 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 vice versa. But um, they're just awesome. Like they they deserve a huge huge praise, and and it's great to see them out and doing well. Uh, and I look forward to seeing them again soon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the wedding was just full of Bachelor people, right? I mean, this was kind of like a reunion for you. Yes. Uh, it was the first time I really got to know Sean. Love him. What a warm dude. And then biceps, some— right? Massive biceps. Oh, yeah, there was that, too. And he was training for the—what's it called? The Iron Man. And I was like, yeah. dude, who are—why? Why? <laughs> um, oh, but he's great. the coolest. Um, some of the things you didn't get to see on TV, which I think is unfortunate— was um, Wells gave a nice toast at the reception. He was one of the groomsmen. We actually have Wells on the line right now. Hey, Wells. Yo. Hi. Oh, hey, Wells. What's going on, buddy? Oh, is that the sweet, sultry vocalizations of America's most beautiful bachelor, Ben Higgins? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a lot. I keep forgetting that you're a professional talker, so you're, you're pretty good at this. Why do all the bachelor guys have great radio voices? Well, hold on. To be fair, that is my actual profession. <laughs> <laughs> All I know, Wells, is that like over the past year, I've found some guys that would probably also do well at it. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't answer that, but I, I listen to Wells' uh, Instagram stories just to hear hear his voice and hear what he's talking about. And speaking of things to talk about, Wells, you gave a beautiful toast at a wedding. And where did that come from? <laughs> and did where did it go? Are you are you disappointed it didn't make cut? I know that you knew it wouldn't, but it was great and it should have been on. To be honest with you, I'm kind of glad it didn't make cut because I made fun of everybody there. And uh, I think Bachelor Nation would have, like, 
come at me with like pitchforks and uh, torches if they heard what I had said about their their beloved uh, their beloved bachelors and bachelorettes. So, <laughs> but you know what, Ben? Ben, you weren't there, so I didn't rip on you. You. you <laughs> You were That's there. lucky me. Lucky me because we're part. I, I talk a lot, Wells, on this podcast about a group thread that I'm a part of, and I don't share the details because that wouldn't be appropriate. Um, but I, I do talk often about how we, we rip on each other, and and and, and it's a gr- it's a funny thing. We we're talking um, the last episode about Ben Zorn and just how ridiculous it was and how much he loves his dog. But you you get some good jabs in there. I mean, you know what you're you know what you're doing when you really want to take a, a knife to the heart. <laughs> Listen, Ben, I, I thought that, like, our group chat was, like, the trust tree and the nest and the safe area and that, like, I could say what I wanted to say without millions of people from your adoring podcast fandom to hear about it. So I'm a little scared uh, right now. But, yeah. Oh, uh, no details. No details, Wills. I'm okay. just saying uh, I can't – I wish I could have heard this toast because it, it probably was beautiful. It, it probably made everybody laugh because you, you honestly can make anybody laugh very quickly, including Ashley, who uh, – let's just talk about it. I mean, you wait, guys wait, have wait, a very, wait. I wanted very to talk about the speech history. still. A very lively history. That's true. I mean, uh, I don't know what to say here. Uh, Ashley and I have had a, a – a torrid love affair on television and off. And, uh, but you know, I gotta be honest with you. Like I always felt second fiddle to, to the beautiful Jared. Oh, um, you know, and you know, I think that we need to address it. Like, let's just call like, the elephant in the room here, Ashley. Mm-hmm. If, if either Jared, if you had your choice between Jared, well, I'm going to throw in a third one, me, Jared, or uh, Dean, who are you choosing? <laughs> I've only order. played in this uh, Mary F. Kill on the podcast before. Um, well, okay, let's just let's just put it out for all America. I had such a frustration when Wells last summer would say like. I'm second place to Jared, and I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be okay with being somebody's second place. And at the time, he wholeheartedly was not second place, but apparently didn't believe me. Um, now, of course, Wells, I'm gonna have to say that I would marry Jared over you. Oh, see, oh, they are right the whole time. I mean, oh, I, it's yeah. just, <laughs> but you you know why? <clears throat> Jared and I have why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Jared treats me better. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the gloves are off here. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning like... on getting into it. This is so funny. I was going to be like the most poised Ashley I've ever been, but you just asked. <laughs> you just called yourself second place to Jared, and I, you definitely weren't. And if you'd Wait, asked me this how... question, like maybe even in April, I probably said I would have married you. Wait, hold on. How does he treat you better than me? How does he treat you better than me? <laughs> Dead air. Right, easy for her to say. <clears throat> so while she thinks on that, Wells, um, are you single right now? I am single right now, yes. Oh. All the ladies are flocking. I mean, you've, your name's been brought up. I actually texted you the other day and said, hey, man, uh, your name keeps getting brought up uh, to be the next Bachelor. If you were asked, uh, Wells, would you do it? Mm, I don't know. Um, that's a conversation that I'd have to have with like my family, I think. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I don't, I don't know. That's not something that I, I take uh, lightly. Hmm. I don't know if I would do that. To be honest with you, I, I think it's, it's like, I think it might be nice to be asked to the prom, but I don't know if I'd really want to go. That Man, I get that. Sense. No, I get that. And I mean, you're you're doing just fine. You're doing great things. You're busy. You're traveling all over. You're you're doing your radio show. Uh, but you also just got uh, a huge role in Paradise, and I'm loving watching it. Uh, you are the bartender this season, right? You you've replaced um, the legend, uh, and and you're standing by the bar now. As well, I mean, I guess what would you say your main responsibility was? Is it to mediate? Is it uh, to be a counselor, or is it to mix the drinks? <laughs> Um, okay, first of all, I want to, like, get something out there because I feel like a lot of people don't realize this. Jorge is not, like, gone from the show at all. Like, Jorge okay. just has, like, another cooler job, actually. <laughs> like, he got promoted in Paradise, and then, like, I came to, like, replace him. So, like, if you guys think that Jorge is, like, n- not going to be seen on the show, like, that's crazy. Um, I would say that first I'm a counselor. Second, I'm a drink maker. Third, I am like a um, sunscreen applier. Oh my god! And uh, I knew, yes, that is. I don't know if they'll show it, but there was a moment when I don't know who it was. Christina, someone came up, and all the guys were around, and she was having a hard time like putting the sunscreen on her back. And she she was obviously like doing it in front of the guys so like some guy would help her and no one did anything and I was like well this is the moment this is my moment this is your so moment I was like I yeah. got you girl <laughs> <laughs> oh okay wait so I have my answer and I want yeah. I I just want to yeah. take I want to just take back what I said I didn't mean it like that I think Jared has characteristics like a certain level he delivers me a certain amount of sensitivity that I personally require. That's like another level. Like most people don't have as much patience and like mushiness as Jared does. That. And I just need that because like I'm obviously like the most emotional crying person in the entire world. I, I, does that make I, sense? I, I understand. I understand that. But can I defend myself? Yeah, please. Uh, I would say that um, I would say that I'm more honest to you. I totally agree. And so I feel like that is that's caring for someone more to be like more like honest about how you really feel than to kind of like, uh, you know what I'm trying. No, to I totally know what you mean. Actually, uh, shameless plug. Wells is on the I don't get a podcast this week and this week or last week and this week he's um, me, my sister, and Naz are talking back, responding to the guy's stuff. And one of the things that I complimented Wells about is that sometimes he says things to me that make me feel like he's a dick for like five minutes. But then in the at the end of the day, I like get over it. I'm like, okay, understood. Got it. Moving on. Whereas like with Jared, I would linger and linger and linger. I I would never be done with anything because he does sugarcoat stuff so much. Ashley, yeah. I, I've said this once before, and I'll say it once again. Wells and Jared are both great guys. I think any girl would be be lucky to be with either of them, And but you deserve the best. And so <laughs> whoever that is, uh, wh- whoever you can kind of sort through and figure out um, – then, I, then I'm excited for you. But we, we both we need to, to say that Jared and Wells are both great. You're comparing to amazing men. Oh, yes. And, Wells, because you're amazing – 
I mean, I would have to think, and, and I was watching the show last night, right? I mean, you're a good-looking guy. You're well-spoken. You, you're sensitive to care. Um, do you feel like you got extra attention in paradise because you're kind of non-threatening, because you couldn't date? Do you feel like the women kind of were kind of just around you more because you could just be a friend? And was there any sparks that flew because of that? Okay. Um I mean, I think it's very easy for anybody to confide in the bartender. Like, like the the first shrinks were, I think, bartenders. So I think it's easy for people to come and and talk to. And then for for me, I, I think I'm an easy person to talk to, especially because I I for the most part can bring like um, levity to a a bad situation. Um, and so I think it was it was comforting for a lot of people out there. And then there's also that thing of there's 15 of like the most beautiful women in the world, like walking around next, like the resort who haven't been told no in since like high school. Right. And then all of a sudden I show up and I'm like, the one rule is we can't ever go on a date. And I think that mm-hmm. that kind of messed with those girls heads because they've never had a guy, especially one that looks like me, that's like skinny and like, nerdy being like we can't go on dates so i think that kind of messed with their head so it was like that forbidden fruit thing where it was like wait why can't i take wells on a date so i think that that is my appeal there yeah um so you're then, saying i don't know that girl I, did want to take you on dates um well yeah i think you gotta keep watching the show but like uh yeah, I think people did. I think people were like, "Oh, wait, wait, why can't we take him on a date?" Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like Amanda, I remember Amanda said something about it, and you know, you got to keep watching this show. But I, when I watch, when I watched like last night and the night before, like I'm not on it a whole lot, and I had this realization when I was uh, on a walk earlier today that um, the people that are the most memorable aren't the people that get a ton of screen time. It's the people that do memorable things um, become super memorable. Like, to be honest with you, like, I did, like, three things in last night's episode, and my Twitter feed was going nuts. One was I gave I gave Christina a hug when she was crying, that and was people so thought that was, like, super nice. I made that joke of being like, hey, can you say, uh, like, we meddled with the election in Russian? That people thought was funny, <laughs> and then like I kissed Evan on the cheek when we were like taking pictures. I thought for, that like, was the wedding. cute. Those are the three things I did, and I wasn't on the show really at all. And I thought it was really interesting. I, everyone is so concerned with like how much screen time they get, and Ben, you can probably attest to this. Like the the most memorable things are like the things that um, I don't know. Like at, at the time, probably don't seem to be. Uh, a big yeah. gesture, you know. I mean, it's, you know, Wells. I think we we've talked about it a little bit on here before, but you're exactly right, and I think it's a good lesson for our listeners to kind of hear about in life too. I'm not here to give life advice. I, I, I trust me, I'm. I'm not, I'm not not exactly living the dream at all times. Um, but the one thing that that I have realized is it's not the things that. Uh, that we do that everybody else does, right? You go in paradise and everybody can drink and everybody can hook up and everybody can, can fight and bicker and cry. And those things happen, right? It's part, of, it's part of the experience. But if you take that back to your life, it's the things that you do that are unique, that, that, that separate you. The things that, re, that you're remembered for are the things that are different than what everybody else is doing, the things that go against the grind, that get a, go against the flow. So for you to reach out and give Christina a hug with no ulterior motives, just to say, hey, 
I'm here for you. I care about you. I'm going to be here the whole time. If you need support, you know, come back. And that I'm not going to be, you know, trying to rub sunscreen on your back every day uh, because you let me do it once. I think that <laughs> I think the viewer watched that and just said, man, like Wells is loving Christina very well in, in a non-romantic way. And that is something that that everybody should try to do more of. So, yeah, uh, the, the, well, say I'm actually a horrible bartender, but it was oh, yeah, great. I was gonna say, Wait, you I to make the drinks. Well, like so, I tended bar when I was like in college, and then when I got out of college, I waited tables and was a bartender while I was like doing double duty as like a night jock. And um, but like that was ten years ago, so I I took a class right before coming out to like learn everything, and I learned. All the crazy drinks like uh, Mai Tais and pina coladas and like blended drinks and all this kind of stuff. And then when I got there, everyone is so terrified of a carb and a sugar. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I, made, I made one freaking drink, and it was a tequila soda with a splash of pineapple. No, no way. Probably, I, that's the only thing I made there. I popped four beers, and three of them were for me. Stop. <laughs> I used to drink Mai Tais every day there. That was my go-to paradise drink. Hate Wells. Um, I just talked to Vinny, and he said that you actually, like, worked a job when you were there. Like, you worked from... Like, it was like a nine to five. You had hours. You had to clean dishes. Yeah, like, uh, it was really funny when, when I was talking to, so there's an executive producer that, like, us three know that maybe everyone else doesn't know named DeLon. Uh, and he was kind of in charge of this whole idea. And he was like, by the way, you, you, well, I'm not giving you a bar back. And you don't have, like, someone, like, at, you know, cutting the lines for you. You have to do all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I love so, that. Like, you, the, the, so the thing, Ben, you've never been to Paradise, but what's annoying is my bar, which was the the, the beach bar. You can't have glass down there because if it breaks and it gets in the sand, and then someone's gonna cut their foot, right? So you can only have these plastic cups down there. And the problem was is that I'd make a drink for someone, and then someone would go and they'd chit chat with someone over in some palapa, and then they'd leave their glass. And then I'd run out of glasses. So I'd, like, I'd be like, God, these swabs. And so I'd be, like, running around the beach, like, picking up glasses, like, cleaning them off. Oh, I, I was well. like, I would, like, and I don't think that Jorge would ever do it because he was such a sweetheart. But, like, I, I was in the Bachelor world before. Like, I'm friends with these guys. So I'd, like, chastise them. I'd be like, you can't have another drink until you return your cup like a big boy. <laughs> I get it, man. I would too. Man, that's all, that's that's so funny here. I, I had no clue. It's it's the backstory of this whole thing that just kind of makes everything make more sense now as I watch it. Um, hey, well, we got to get going here, but I, I want to play one last game with you. I need I'm going to throw a couple names out there and I just need one word answers for for how you define them. Is is that is that okay? Okay. Everyone's yeah, favorite it. speed round. Come on, it's got to be right it's got to be the word that you think of immediately. No pausing. Okay, uh, okay we're go. gonna start with Taylor. Um, thoughtful. Dean. Beautiful. Raven. <laughs> Hilarious. Robbie. Uh, oh, oh say hair. it! I know you want to say it. Falcon wing hair. <laughs> oh man, well, you are always a pleasure, dude. I, uh, you're a great man, and uh, thank you for being kind to in our speed round. Uh, we have a great segment coming up um, called uh, "Who Are You?" Uh, because, uh, well, as you probably know, there's a lot of people in paradise <laughs> right so now. Great. That we have no clue who they are. Um, <laughs> 
So, Wells, <laughs> thanks for joining us, buddy. Also, Wells, you are a very kind soul and one of the my very favorite friends from this, and you've treated me very well. <laughs> She's backpedaling. Bye, Wells. Bye, you, Wells. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Ashley. Yeah. Um, we only have this podcast going, and we're only able to talk to people like Wells. But by the way, what a great call, man! That guy—he knows how to talk. He's a good talker, but he's a great guy. Uh, because of our sponsors, and one of our sponsors that we've consistently talked about because they've been a huge supporter of our show uh, from the very beginning, from season one now to season two, is FabFitFun. Um, Ashley, you know more about FabFitFun than I do, uh, even though I just received a box and. Uh, there's some stuff in there. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to start using. There's a pink water bottle. Um, I'm all about it. It seems nice. But, Ashley, can you tell us about FabFitFun? Yes. You're referring to this season's editor's box. This is the fall box that comes out in September. You can go get it at FabFitFun.com, and you can get $10 off with our code ALMOSTFAMOUS. All the products in FabFitFun boxes are full size, and you're going to pay $49.99 each season or get $10 off of that with the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. But the box itself is valued at at least $200. Some of the stuff in the new editor's box includes a Real Her eyeshadow palette, which is worth $28. And then there is Dr. Brandt's Pore Dermabrasion, one of my very favorites and a FabFitFun discovery for me. And that retails at $58. This entire box, the fall editor's box, comes to a total of $359 by you guys. Like, what the heck? You're going to get it for less than $50. So make sure to head over to fabfitfun.com, plug in our code almost famous, and get $10 off. Great job, Ashley. Ashley, this is a, this is a segment that you and I uh, and our producer Amy kind of came up with um, just based on watching the season of Bachelor in Paradise. And this isn't meant to be mean. It isn't meant to be rude. It's kind of what Wells was saying, right? Some of the most memorable moments within the Bachelor franchise are from people uh, that aren't necessarily getting a lot of screen time, but they just seem to stand out and be unique. Well, unfortunately, the people we're going to talk about here haven't been that unique. So we're going to play a game <laughs> called Wait, Who Are You? Um, Ashley, I'm, I'm wondering, there's a few people that you were talking about. Who are some people uh, in this season of Bachelor in Paradise that you really have no clue who they are? Well, definitely Lacey. And I have a special kinship to Lacey because I feel like she is the me of this season. She's like, I'm going around talking to everyone. Everybody kind of wants to talk to me, but nobody wants to get to know me romantically. I mean... So, exactly. So, you have people like Lacey. I have the, the Santa Claus feller um, who... Feller? Uh, who thinks he, you know, who, who, who tried, I guess he tried with Jasmine. Um, so, for today's podcast, uh, we're going to talk to two people um, that, that people just don't seem to know. And it's unfortunate because I, I, I think they're going to have huge storylines in Paradise this year and hopefully get to know them better. To start today's conversation, we have um, the lovely Derek Peth on the line. Derek, who in the heck are you? <laughs> Lovely, ben, huh? that so was the best there. thing you've ever said. <laughs> no, Tell us about yourself. The, the, the first thing I'm going to do is correct you. <laughs> okay. It's Pace. It's, oh, it's Pace. So I, I always tell people it's easy. I always tell people have faith in Pace. So <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> well, okay, so can you give us just a real quick rundown on – I want to hear about how people would know you from the Bachelor franchise, where you're from, and, and one of your favorite little hobbies to do. So just so we can get to know you a little better. Cool, man. Um, yeah, so I am from Chad's season of The Bachelorette. 
Uh, which is also JoJo season. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm from Iowa. I'm sorry, I'm in the airport here, so there's, like, people talking. Um, I'm from Iowa. I'm from the Midwest, as yourself. And, um, you know, I just came to the Bachelor franchise really by accident. My little sister put my uh, information in and got a call, and I said, uh, you are, you're a radio station. This is not real. Like, I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you're saying you're with the Bachelor. So, um, yeah, it was just very, very crazy to be, to be tossed in this world for the last couple of years. A lot of people remember me as uh, the guy who, the only guy who cried, I believe, on JoJo season. <laughs> Are you um, outside wait, of a couple wait, of years? Backtrack for a second. That's just, wait. Yeah. There's the whole season. There's only one guy that cried. I I think like Vinny, you saw like one little tear and. Like, uh, I think Wells was sweating and people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He wiped away that little eye area tear. Yep. 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 So, so unfortunately, you know, that's, uh, that, that became pretty tied to me, but then I also, I think, uh, have been focused on as, as the Jim Halpert diet, like the diet version of Jim Halpert. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and the, the Office is my favorite TV show, so you know that's I think what I get the most. And I might have thrown a, a couple of Easter eggs into the season so far with some some Office quotes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, Derek, we've already seen you kind of uh, build a relationship in Paradise, right? I mean, we're we're, mm-hmm. we're a couple episodes in. Uh, you, you've been one of the coolest storylines. I mean, I, I guess I was kind of comparing it last night to the Evan Carly storyline, right? I mean, we we knew Evan, we but we knew him about as well as we probably know you. Um, and mm-hmm. and and look who look where Evan stands today. So for you, um, how was Paradise different than your experience on The Bachelorette? Um, I, I I tell you that on The Bachelorette, um, you know, there was a very different mix of people. Our season was. Uh, full of a lot of meatheads, <laughs> um, some lovable, some were not so much. And so I'd say that, like, it was very refreshing to have, like, a, a varied mix of, of men and women. And, like, the nicest thing that comes out of that is that there's a little bit less, like, bravosity and in, in trying to, like, beat each other up to, like, grab the girl by her hair and take her off to your cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because there's uh, you know a lot of other a lot of other options, so I mean I just feel like it was a lot of a lot more fun and a lot less of a competition than I'd say the Bachelorette was. That's interesting. So I mean we're seeing, uh, I guess we're seeing too like the legitimacy of your relationship with Taylor so far seems far and beyond anybody else's in Paradise. Why is that? Like what was it about the two of you that really propelled things forward? Uh huh. Um, I'd say the the. It's a weird thing, right? But I'd say the most powerful thing about the two of us was we came on both absolutely saying we do not want to meet that person. So, like, Taylor wanted to have nothing to do with me, and I wanted to have nothing to do with her. So it was, like, this big surprise. And, uh, you know, I think you you see that there's definitely, like, an attraction there immediately um, once we did finally talk and, and get to know each other a little bit. So. Um, and then something that I think that we didn't really see a lot of, even though we, we, we talked about um, briefly on the episode last night, was, was that, you know, there was, I don't know, what, 10, 12 days worth of, of us basically on the phone on FaceTime for like five, six hours when everyone else, you know, went home. So we were already planning for Taylor to actually come and, and, uh, and visit me. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that was a little spoiler. I probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> it's okay. 
Um, I mean, totally wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat that? that show, yeah, we shot the we thought the show was was done. You know, like we thought it was absolutely no no way that it was coming back. So um, during that during the shutdown, Taylor had. Uh, I, I got our plane ticket to come and actually see me in, in Iowa. We were like, well, maybe we'll try this thing, right? So, I mean, that's about the stage that we were at when you saw um, the episode resume. It's like what happened in that little between time. Really interesting. I mean, extremely interesting. I think uh, I'm just – I mean, I've, I've talked to Ashley many times about this, and Paradise just seems to be a place – uh, where people build stronger relationships. Uh, maybe not, I mean, not all the time, but it just seems like the, the masses, like there's more people that can build strong relationships at Paradise, obviously, because there's men and women there. Um, but it's, it's a really cool thing to watch, and I'm starting to believe in it more and more and more as the seasons go, and you're one of those reasons. I'd like to be your reason, Ben, for believing. <laughs> um, no, it's been great to be, it's been great to be put, you know, like you, you just, just mentioned Evan, and people have said, like, Tanner, you know, and, like, that's a very stressful position to be in, though, too, because, you know, like, those relationships are amazing, and and this is just still a new relationship, um, as you're seeing so far, and, um, you know, who knows where it's going to go, so that's that's uh, the scary part of Paradise, right, um, and it's just, like, it, it can be a lot of pressure, so I think that that also, though, like, you know, pressure can, can make you build and, and decide things or break things apart sooner you know, and, and you kind of know where you're going. So can I just say that you have really brought out a beautiful side of Taylor? I know that she wasn't a character <laughs> that everybody loved from Nick season, but you've made her so happy and glowy and just like lighthearted. And I really like this side of her. And she looks freaking gorgeous with her hair natural and uh, curled like that. Uh, for the record, that was I, I she did it one day and she was like, oh, I really need to straighten my hair. I said, please don't ever straighten your hair. The rest oh of the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, we are excited, Derek, to uh, – well, first off, hey, nice to meet you, and we are excited to watch your, your experience unfold here uh, through Paradise. We wish you the best. Um, and, uh, man, so far, uh, we, we, uh, we're very excited about what you and Taylor have to offer. So, Derek, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks, guys. I hope to see you guys sometime throughout the, awesome. the journey. We certainly okay. will see you. Soon. All right. Take care, guys. And now we know who is he. <laughs> he is Derek, and he seems like a lovely guy. I agree. I mean, I, I really enjoy talking to him. He, he seems like he has his head on right. He's, I mean, I, I couldn't, I was trying to kind of read through the lines there a little bit, Ashley. I was thinking, okay, is he still with her or is he not? Like, is he going to talk very highly of her or is he not? But I, mm. I, I have a feeling, I don't know how you feel, how do you feel, that they're still together. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, he, he, you could even tell in his voice, he's, he's pretty chipper. I, I would agree. What a good word. You just keep pulling out these old-fashioned words, feller and chipper, and I like it. Next, we're going to say, that seems swell. Let's bring swell back. Um, coming up next, we have a, uh, a lot of people uh, don't know, but I seem to know pretty well. He's a friend of mine. And so, Ashley, I'm going to let you just kind of uh, uh, interview uh, this man because the ladies love him. Uh, they always have. Uh, like I said, he, he's a part of Wells and I's group thread. Um, and the only thing I, I want to share and kind of give a hint to, he loves his dog, which so does Ashley. So Ashley, take it away. So it is Ben Z. You may remember him as the big cuddly teddy bear from Caitlin's season. The other Ben, back when Ben here used to be Ben H and this was Ben Z. <laughs> oh, that's good. I remember that time. So uh, Ben, who in the heck are you? <laughs> 
So, I mean, the way that it's been going is I'm pretty much the guy that's not Ben H. That's pretty much how I see <laughs> Oh, man, that could be ben anything farther from the truth. I introduce myself. <laughs> ben, have you cried uh, no. since Caitlin's season? I have not. No, I have not. I think it's going to be uh I think it's going to be one of those things where it'll be uh a moment in my life that is extremely happy that'll bring those tears, not something that's sad. So Oh, that's uh, sweet. Yeah, we'll see when that happens. Ben, when was the last time you cried? Actually, I cry all the time. Do you really? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I am I yeah, I I'm an emotional wreck half the time. I I watch uh you know, I actually, you know, I watched uh, um, uh, Free Willy uh, a couple nights ago, and you know the moment where uh, the uh, Willy jumps over and, and it t- he touches the, the belly. Yeah. Um, it gets me. It got me. I, I was done. I mean, it's just such a beautiful moment that represents freedom. So, yeah, I'm a crier. No, nobody's surprised by that. <laughs> I love, I love you. So- it's a great movie. The Michael Jackson song from that movie is one of the most underrated Michael Jackson songs of all time. Yeah, I was I could, alone. I couldn't agree more. Okay, I great. Agree. Thank you. I mean, I was alone in my house. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to talk about myself for a second. Please, this please. A I love this. moment for me. Um, and you all can get to know me better from this. Uh, I was alone in my house, which doesn't get to happen very often. I'm, I'm, I travel all the time. Uh, this was last week. Free Willy comes on. Watch the movie. I turn on my Sonos to the Michael Jackson song, and it's me alone in my house, just arms wide open, Hold celebrating me. life. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish I could have seen that and been there. That's amazing, Ben. That song is truly liberating. I listen to it every time I'm at the beach, and I look at the waves, and I feel free. That's right. But this is enough about me. <laughs> we we got to know about Ben here. Ben, you're you're really good at, at pushing the attention off on other people, as we've just seen there. Um, <laughs> ben, can you give us a little bit of a snapshot snapshot of who the heck are you? Like literally, like tell us about yourself. How would fans know you? What would they remember you for? Um, and then, uh, like, kind of leading up to Paradise, what were you hoping for? Um, so I think the fans probably know me from Caitlin's season of The Bachelor, as as uh, as. Ashley just pointed out that I haven't cried in a long time, so I think that was a pretty big focus on the show, as well as uh, losing my mom when I was 14. So those uh, those life moments had a pretty pretty big impact on on my life and the way that I go about my life, and it made me grow up very quickly. So um, I think that's a big reason why, in a lot of aspects of my life, um, I kind of have been more of an adult than I think my age um, put out there. And so, uh, I think that's well, how old are you? To both. He's twenty eight. Right? So I'm twenty. I'm twenty eight right now. I was twenty six on the show. Between me and you, Ben. Between me, you, and Jared, we were the three youngest ones on the show. But honestly, we were probably three of the most mature guys on the show. Also, <laughs> is that the case? I think so. <laughs> uh, but then there's a lot of great guys from your season. I still say to this day, as anyone who listens to the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast does know, that I think that Caitlyn season was the most golden. I completely agree. From, from an extremely biased opinion, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. I, I think so, too. I mean, not only was she a great bachelorette, but we have some guys uh, from that season that I, that I plan to be friends with uh, for, for a very, very long time, in, including yourself, Ben. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, man. I definitely agree. So, Ben, let's uh, talk about your new pup. My new pup, yeah. Um, seems like that's apparently all that I talk about, apparently, according to according to TV. Um, but no, I got him. Um, I got him in February, and I got him as a puppy, and I have had him 
I've pretty much had him ever since, obviously, other than going on the show. Well, we've been following your life with him on Instagram ever since. Um, is it frustrating to see that they're not showing you speak about anything other than him? Zeus? Um, a little bit, not going to lie. I think that there was a lot more that happened in Paradise, as I'm sure you know. Um, not everything gets showed, but... Um, you know, the, the, the frustrating part is when, you know, you are there and you're talking about your dog and then Raven's talking about her dog. Right. The actual <laughs> conversation and they cut, they cut her whole half out of it. And then I look like a crazy person. You know, uh, I, I make a it. that was just that was I was dying. <laughs> I make a point to not talk about editing as much as possible, but there are moments like that I mentioned on yesterday's podcast where you just have to be like, that was editing and it was funny. It was like the one time I was talking to a parrot. You know, it's like, did you guys really think that I was just talking to a parrot? Because then this makes <laughs> you the crazy person. Exactly. But a lot of a lot of viewers don't necessarily know that and so it's good to uh, it's good to see the other side sometimes. It makes good TV, though. It does make good TV, and for a while, apparently, Zeus was trending, so he's, he's doing better <laughs> than I. That is cool. Let's talk about your relationship with um, with Raven right now, and yeah. how are you going to salvage yourself and get a rose this coming rose ceremony? <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, at, at this point, what you guys have seen is you've seen uh, you've seen Raven get taken on a date by Robbie. And they seem to have fun on the jet skis and whatnot. But, um, you know, in paradise, I, I kind of looked at it as there's no rules and you can pretty much do whatever you want. And so um, I kind of made my own one on one day. What you, what you don't see is that Raven actually wasn't feeling good and she had a cough and a sore throat and all this stuff. And so um, I had actually set up a little, a little thing on, on one of the cabanas with, uh, with tea and honey and cough drops. It was kind of like a joke, but also like a, um, a way to show her that, like, hey, you know, I know you're not feeling good, but you know, here's some stuff to hopefully make you feel better. Oh, boy, you are so, getting that rose. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying hard to get that rose. Uh, ben, yes, sir, I want to give you a chance to respond. Um, and this is uh, – please understand it's in no way a dig towards you at all, but we did talk yesterday uh, on the podcast about uh, how after a few of the seasons, um, you have you had reached out to a couple of the women that had been um, – let go and tried to, you know, kind of talk, started talking to him. What was your thought process to that? Can you just explain to the audience so it's not left out there in limbo exactly what you were yeah. doing and, and, and just give us, your, give us your thoughts? No, absolutely. I think in, in all honesty, since I got off the show, I have romantically reached out to a girl from the show only two times. The other times when I have had, like, conversations with a girl or something like that, um, a lot of times – you niceness comes across as flirting as i'm sure you've probably ran into in the past and um and in some of these situations uh you know when when you go from zero to 100 overnight and you, you have no idea how to handle fame you have no idea how to handle being in the spotlight um and i know from my standpoint i i i didn't have somebody that was like there to help you out or or kind of like show you what to do and what not to do. And I wish that I had. And so um, there, there were girls that had either reached out to me or I reached out to them and said, you know, hey, you know, you're part of the family now, the bachelor family. And if you ever need any advice or something like that, let me know. I'm happy. I'm happy. To, I'm here to help, basically. Hey, Ben. And, Z. Yeah. Um, can we ask who you've reached out to, who the two girls are? Uh, those two girls are 
one of them one of them was Shoshana. She was in the she was on Ben's season actually. I I remember her. Um, I accidentally called her a Russian hooker during my season of Paradise. Oh, Ashley! <laughs> accidentally. What the heck, Ashley? Censor yourself. Familiar. Check yourself before you speak, Ashley. Oh, the influence that goes down, the peer pressure in that ITM room. Oh my gosh. My apologies, Shoshana. You were we we got along very well the day that you were there. I'm sorry for what I said behind closed doors. And I actually think that I actually think that was the only person, actually, now that I think about it. Um, I know that there were some other girls that had originally thought that I was talking to them, but that was definitely not the case. Yeah. Um I had I think I had talked to Amanda uh post show, I guess you could say. But we had it was it was never more than a few a few texts or anything like that. All right. Well I'm glad we cleared your rep. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, then apparently, you're, apparently you're a sought after man. Um, you are. You, I'm not surprised that you being nice and kind and reaching out to women has, has led people to believe that you are uh, flirting or just incredibly interested in everybody and anybody. Um, so I, I wanted to give you the chance to speak on that. Um, ben, real, before we say goodbye to you here, um, I want to know from, from your experience, because Ashley is very high on Paradise, and she should be. She's had great experiences and met great people. Uh, yeah. And we just talked to Derek uh, Pace, uh, who had a very similar feeling to Ashley did. What was your biggest issue? Like, what was the worst part about Paradise to you? The worst part about Paradise? I think that um, in – it, it depends on the people that are there, and it also depends on the timing. I think that on, on previous seasons of Paradise, there were, I mean, you go start to finish 28 days, and you have a bunch of people down there. Some are actually there to find love, and others are, are there to just have a good time. Um, I think on this season, there was a lot more people down there that were just looking to have a good time. Uh, there were some rumors of people who already had relationships on the outside and stuff like that. Um, and then also with the, with the whole Demario and Corinne thing, everything was kind of cut short. And so it kind of turned into less of like a, a longer love story vacation being down there and more of like just a, a lot of people that genuinely like each other hanging out. Um, I think that paradise is definitely a place where you can go down and genuinely meet somebody and spend a lot of time with that person. But what I found on our season was that because of of the way that everything happened, everybody kind of everybody got really close, and it turned into a large uh, group hangout, almost, if you will, minus like a couple couples here and there. Ashley, do you have that same experience uh, at Paradise? Um, like more friendship group hangout vibes versus coupled up vibes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely feel the opposite. I feel like during my seasons. Everybody was very coupled up, and I felt like the one that was left out because I was always struggling to be with someone. What do you think's changing? I think that it goes back to, like, the last seasons of being, like, the golden era, being your season of girls and, and like, and older, and then then you're, then Caitlyn's season and older, being, <laughs> like, you were there more for the right reasons, more for like the love and the romance and less for the social media fame, less for just being like famous for being friends together. And yeah, now everybody kind of gets along. Everybody kind of bonds over the fact that they're like a famous group of friends. Mm, that's so interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly had never thought about it that way. Um, no, I, I, 
I definitely agree with that with that point that Ashley just made. Um, I talked to Amanda and Wells both down when I was at Paradise, and I was asking them, was like, is this is this how Paradise was last year? And they both said that was not the case. It was the opposite. And so, um, yeah, I definitely second what what Ashley was saying. Yeah. Well, I, I think for all of our cases, and especially for the viewers, we hope that the show can get back to the people that are pursuing relationship and pursuing love over fame, because fame is fleeting. It always will be. It always is, especially in, in reality world. Um, and so I hope that the people that are involved from here on out understand that no matter how remem- memorable they are, no matter how unique they are, no matter, no matter what they do, if they make a fool of themselves or, or they're stand-up people, that they will be forgotten and that they, they aren't the biggest thing out there. Uh, so I, I hope uh, that the cast can kind of take a switch back and we can get back to people pursuing love, which, Ben, we hope that you do on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, we will watch anxiously, I will, as a friend, uh, to see if you're with anybody because, honestly, I don't know because you don't tell us anything <laughs> on our thread. So, Ben, thanks for joining the Almost Famous podcast. Thank you, Ben. So glad thanks. to know you now. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Ashley, what's your thoughts on Ben? Women love him, huh? Oh, yeah. He's, like, such a, like, a big, nice, warm teddy bear. I mean, like, I'm not just saying, like, in a teddy bear way. Like, I feel like coming off uh, the season of The Bachelorette, he was actually maybe uh, desired more to be The Bachelor than, than anybody else. Um, I just – I think women just really have this infatuation with, with Ben Zorn. I think he's very masculine in appearance and in personality. You know, I think because he's a little bit more mysterious, because he doesn't show too much emotion – there's just something manly about that, and it's a mystery that they kind of want to crack. I, uh, I'll i be very interested watching Ben out from here on out in Paradise. I was, he was one of my favorite cast members going in. I was really excited to see exactly who he is and, and how he deals with the pressures and, and the people involved because we didn't get to see a lot of him on Caitlyn's season, speaking because now he's on weight. Who are you? Uh, so nobody really knows who he is. <laughs> um, Ashley, we're running into our final segment here, yes. uh, and I know this is one of your favorite segments, mm-hmm. and so take it away. Okay, so one quick moment for an email from Michelle. She says, hi, question for you. Is it weird for the Bachelor franchise that in Paradise, it's pretty much everyone's exes getting together? Is it weird for Rachel, Ben, and JoJo to see their past contestants there, other people hooking up with each other? And then is it weird for previous Bachelor and Paradise cast members to see the people that they've had connections with on the show hooking up with others? And the answer to your question is yes. (laughs) 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 like i don't like it did did i have some thoughts about wells being there this season and being like oh this sucks i don't want him to go i don't want to see him making out with anyone else like i just like it's natural it's just a natural thing you're gonna have to experience it's actually it's a jealousy is a natural thing to experience but having to watch your exes make out with somebody else on tv is very unnatural yeah i would say the same i mean but actually i want to ask you i mean you're a little bit more emotionally attached than most like you you do you give your full heart to these people that you meet um yeah. during not only this the show but also outside of the show do you think your thoughts and your feelings are similar to how everybody else is is on the franchise I guess it just depends who you're talking to. I mean, yeah, I do think that I have my my emotions are stronger than most. But mm-hmm. JoJo, I mean, I can't really put it. I don't know. I can't really flip this on you. You know what I mean? Because you were very happy with Lauren when you went on to watch JoJo be with other guys. Yeah, 
No, I, I, I was saying the same thing as I was reading this question was, yeah, I can't really relate with this. Like, I mean, I guess I can in a sense of some of the, the, the women from the season of Bachelor that I was a part of are now on Paradise. They're still on Paradise. Um, but it never has really been hard for me because once I left the show, I was happy. And then all I really wanted was for the women that I think are great. I mean, I think Amanda is, is wonderful. She's a great mom. She's a great person. I had a blast with her. Um, and, and I've gotten to watch her now. Um, you know, she's good friends with Lauren. She's best friends with Lauren. So I don't get to talk to Amanda and I don't necessarily know where we stand, but I'm happy to see her happy. And that's really it. You know, um, I, I can't really relate with the fact that I get jealous because there's been no residual feelings post-Bachelor for me. Right, and I always have residual feelings, let's be real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, okay, so I guess that's it. We're going to do more reader emails next week. Make sure to email Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com if you want your questions answered on air. Love you so, so much, and I love you, Ben. I love you, Ashley. Ashley, I uh, I mean, we, we said it last time. We'll say it again. Like, it is incredible that we have listeners and sponsors that uh, allow us to work together to just talk. And it is one of my favorite parts of the week, if not my favorite, is getting to talk to you about all the ridiculousness, all the love, all the memories. Um, Ashley, you're the best. Ashley, I think today, let's try something different. How about you close this out? Okay, you guys, um, if you want to have a free moment, you should go listen to Michael Jackson's Free Willy song and make yourself <laughs> feel good. And until then, I have been Ashley. And I have been Ben, and this has been the Almost Famous Podcast. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 